Hey everyone, I'm your host, James Medan. Welcome to the Ambit Podcast, in which we discuss finance, technology, and entrepreneurship. In today's episode, we'll be discussing NFTs and how brands can leverage them. And to do that, we have a very special guest, Avery Akinini, the president over at Vayner NFT. How are you doing today, Avery? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you uh, taking time to hop on the podcast. Um, so to start off here, you were uh, previously the head of Vayner Media in the Asia Pacific region and joined Vayner NFT as president in July of 2021. So what led you to transition into the NFT space? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I had been interested in Vayner NFT, excuse me, I've been interested in NFTs for um, just under a year before we started Vayner NFT. I uh, had been in Singapore running our Asia Pacific business for Vayner Media, which was an incredible experience. And I learned so much, totally out of my comfort zone, um, all different things about, you know, how to open an office in Japan and like, you know, what ads are funny in Thailand and just so much. I was having a blast there, um, but uh, was getting really interested in this new technology called NFTs. And Gary um, had sort of first introduced me to the idea of digital asset ownership um, and, you know, Gary is a big collector in, in his personal life, everything from sports cards to sneakers. And um, it's, as soon as he started getting um, more and more interested in the world of NFTs, so did our team. We started getting into some OG projects, looking for stuff that we thought was interesting, looking at teams that we thought were doing interesting mechanics. And then we decided, okay, uh, let's get our hands on actually launching something. And, and Gary launched VFriends in May of 2021. And then we opened up Vayner NFT in July of 2021, which is when I moved back from Singapore to the States to get it off the ground and go full-time into the world of NFTs. When VFriends launched, uh, did you guys have a plan to launch a consulting company around giving brands the opportunity to build their own NFT collection? Or did you realize that after the success of VFriends? Yeah, I think that it, it's a little bit of both. Um, one thing that has always worked for us at Vayner is the ability to use Gary's um, sort of own, Gary as our guinea pig, if you will, and take something that works for his personal brand and scale it out to our larger portfolio of partners, whether those are celebrities or athletes or brands. Uh, so we tried this out with Gary's brand first. And then once we had some learnings and we really felt like we had our hands around it, that's when we felt like we were ready to launch um, Vayner NFT, which is a consultancy to help IP owners navigate the world of NFTs. Um, and you know, I think we take a lot of learnings from VFriends of things that have worked, things that have been challenging, and we're fortunate to be able to take those learnings and scale them um, to other IP owners. Got it. We see a lot of people buying and selling NFTs for short term gain. Um, but what are some things that brands can do to avoid getting tied up in that and offset the risk uh, to prevent their brand image from being impacted? Yeah, um, I think for one, brands can do a lot of cool things for NF for the NFT space. One, they could bring in a whole new group of buyers, people who actually care about their brand and, and want to affiliate with them in a new way, want to connect with their brand in a new way. Second, you can do NFTs that are free. Um, I think if you don't want to get into the commercialization element, like brands certainly don't need to do that right now. I would argue that the top performing brand NFT ever is, is Pepsi, and that was free and a 0% royalty. Um, you know, now you can go check them out at OpenSea for like one ETH or something like that. Um, actually, those were a free giveaway that anyone could claim. So from a brand perspective, if you don't want to be in the game of sort of encouraging flipping and and getting into that sort of like NFT hype cycle, you can do an NFT that is either in collaboration with an artist, is donating to charity, or is completely devoid of commercial intent um, and only meant to be sort of a fun collectible. And let, let the market decide what how it, how it values your NFT program. 
And uh, when we take a look at the NFT industry as a whole, we've seen OpenSea's trading transaction volume increase by tens of billions of dollars in a very short period of time. What are your thoughts on that um, in regards to the entire uh, NFT industry? The market is white hot right now, and the numbers you see on OpenSea are completely unprecedented. They're larger than companies that have existed for decades. Um, I think there's uh, one that's reflective of a lot of energy and excitement around the space. It's reflective of people who made a lot of money in trading NFTs and a lot of money through the appreciation of cryptocurrency. I think the current pace of the market is something that won't necessarily be sustainable in the long term. What I think will happen is that as because it's if you look at those $10 billion, it's actually across a pretty small subset of you know unique wallets who are trading a very high volume. So I, where I anticipate the future might go is more people coming into the space of NFTs, more people collecting NFTs, um, more people engaging with them, but not all of those people being in a trading mindset, many collecting like art for art's sake, they're collecting something because they love it, not because they're trying to, you know, take one and turn it into two. So I think that that, that behavior will change in the coming months and years as we see an influx of new users getting into NFT space who are who are excited about collecting and affiliating and, and self-expression and less so interested in NFTs for, for a quick flip. Yeah, great point there, um, because only 0.5% of the world population uses blockchain uh, technology compared to around 50% for the internet. And uh, in regards to the high trading volume, a research report from Chainalysis tracked uh, NFTs that were sold back and forth uh, 25 times um, just to drive up the price. Over 100 plus cases of those, uh, of those, those NFTs made over $8.9 million. So we're definitely seeing uh, high transaction volume. But what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that it's a market thing, right? Like uh, the market decides what the market wants to price it at. Um, I don't think what I personally think about it is going to impact um, the market's behavior, right? The market is what it is. It sets its own price. Like auctioning and trading is something that has existed forever. The blockchain just makes it transparent. So you can know that um, Seamus bought this for this price, sold it to Avery, sold it back, you know, held it for this amount of time, then the appreciation was X. I think now it's just very transparent. That's existed in um, forever, right? People who buy and collect anything, um, they hold it for a certain amount of time. They might flip it. I think the blockchain is just bringing a whole new layer of transparency and really a mirror to the situation of trading. Transparency is key because uh, any collectibles, it's hard to tell, it's hard to figure out what the origins are. Um, that's what pawn shops try to do. They always try to figure out and they spend a lot of time trying to figure out the origins of these collectible items. And there are so many digital assets that are collectible on the internet nowadays. So uh, to be able to do that um, with blockchain technology is uh, very fascinating. Um, going back to the Vayner NFT, um, what is your mission over at the company? And what have you done so far to work towards that mission? Our mission is to bring NFTs to the world. And I think we've done that in small pockets already of bringing in different communities into the world of NFTs, introducing NFTs to more people and um, educating um, users who are crypto curious or NFT curious about um, what it means to get an NFT, how to keep your stuff safe, how to use Discord, how to use OpenSea, how to create a MetaMask, you know, what is Coinbase wallet. Um, we've created a lot of content around those kinds of things. We've hosted Twitter spaces. We've created videos that are, are all sort of in this idea of helping educate people around the space so that they can jump into the world of NFTs and, and join us.
And uh, the metaverse has been one of those topics that has been appearing a lot recently. It's been pretty hyped up since around the pandemic. We see a lot of major companies, for example, YouTube exploring that space. Um, in the future, how do you think brands and companies will be able to incorporate NFTs into the metaverse? I think that the metaverse to me is more than just digital real estate. A lot of times when people think about the metaverse, they'll think about Decentraland or Sandbox. And to me, the metaverse is more of a point in time when your digital experience matters um, the same way that your physical experience does. So your digital experience can mean a lot of different things. It can mean your social interactions. It can mean your digital asset ownership. It can mean you know virtual um, land or places that you go visit and engage with. So I think that NFTs are going to be a big part of that because fundamentally, digital asset ownership is a game changer. We've had digital items for a long time, but being able to actually own those and have that verifiable that you own it, that's the big unlock. And I think NFTs are going to do things like open up certain spaces, service your access pass, service your coupon code, service your identifier um, in, in new uh, ways and through different platforms. Like we know that a lot of platforms are investing in building their own versions of the metaverses. And I'm not sure which of them are going to win. Some will win, some will flop. Um, but I think that NFTs will be a big component of that. And that's why we see big companies like Meta and Twitter and Coinbase investing majorly in their NFT capabilities. And when people personally are investing in NFTs, what are some of the things they can do to make sure they're getting a good value and a project that doesn't have a high chance of going to zero in the near future? I think for investing in NFTs, um, not financial advice, but only invest what you can sort of have as your play money and money that you can afford to lose because there's nothing that is a sure bet in the world of NFTs or any other highly speculative asset class investment. Um, so the advice I always give people is buy things that you actually love. It sounds simple, but it's true. Buy things that you're actually interested in and that you'd be happy to have, even if it does go to zero. Um, so I think getting things that you personally enjoy helps almost like change your mindset on the whole, whole thing. And then secondarily, look for projects, um, that are run by companies or individuals that you admire and you um, can look at their track record and say, wow, Gary Vee changed my life. I want to support him and get a V friend. Um, you know, Tom Bilyeu, uh, is, is a person that I really respect. Bud Light's a brand that I love. So are these, you know, I think that the established doxed creators are, ones that also have a certain extra degree of accountability because, you know, they they stand behind their community and they're not going to let this go to zero. And for Vayner NFT, what are some of the steps that you guys provide to brands to help them through the process in this decentralized world? First, it's, it's really around strategy. It's what are you looking to do and how can we build a strategy that really matters to the brand's consumers? So something that's interesting and that's aligned with who they are as a brand. So starting with strategy, then also kind of guiding, like what are, how can we nudge the crypto community today? How do we create an authentic community connection to the people who have sort of built the world of Web3 to date? We've done that in a lot of different ways, but I think some of the most um, successful ways are through sort of brands um, supporting NFT projects, whether that's putting nouns glasses in a Super Bowl commercial or um, you know, Budweiser buying beer.eth, really giving that nod to the crypto community that we can help sort of do some matchmaking between brands. Because to us, that's something that's really special and cool. Um, and then after, you know, sort of the strategy and the authentic community connection comes really guiding them on how to build a community, how to engage on Discord, how to set up your bots, um, how to create the right environment for your community to engage, to ask questions, to ask me anything. 
all of this kind of thing is, is what we uh, sort of do as Vayner NFT is, as a consultant for our partners. Because at the end of the day, our partners are really the ones executing these programs. We are just their consultants and their partners to help kind of gut check things and decide what's interesting, help them think through the utility, help them think through the perks, help them think through the communications. And uh, to wrap it up here, what would you say is the number one takeaway um, for NFTs and blockchain from the brand perspective and then the consumer perspective? From the brand perspective, don't be scared. NFTs are here to stay. Think about them as a long-term brand building community engagement vehicle. I think a mistake that a lot of brands might make is thinking about that this is a PR headline or this is a short-term cash grab or this is a short-term way to do something fun or a campaign. Really, we believe NFTs are here for the long-term and designing projects that are are built for long-term success is the right mindset for brands to be in. And don't be scared. Jump in, have fun. Um, The NFT community is incredibly welcoming if you enter the right way. Then for consumers, My big takeaway would be that digital asset ownership majorly matters. If you don't have a wallet yet, look into creating one, do your homework, um, listen to podcasts like this one, listen to podcasts um, from creators, from devs, from anyone that you're interested in this space, um, marketplaces, so you can learn a little bit more and and identify the communities that you want to join and NFT projects you want to affiliate with yourself. 100%. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Embit podcast. And thank you, Avery, uh, for taking some time to come on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope everyone has a wonderful day. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to drop a five-star review down below, and I will see you on the next episode. Disclaimer, the MBIT podcast is reflecting the opinion of only the host. The podcast is for informational purposes only. The podcast is also not a research report. It is not a recommendation to purchase or sell any stocks, holdings, or securities. The podcast is also not meant to serve as the basis of any investment decision.